You are watching T Radio V, Radio in TV. Welcome to the Poe Show, broadcasting live from T Radio V in Hollywood. This is where we elevate the creative cult, right? This is where creatives can be seen. So thanks for tuning in. Thanks for watching us. I'm Poe. August 19th and 20th, 7 p.m. to 2 a.m., the Chocolate and Art Show, Los Angeles edition. At the Vortex, 2341 East Olympic Boulevard, Los Angeles an ever-evolving creative space located in East Chinatown. Indulge yourself in some of LA's finest up-and-coming artists, photographers, and creators. There's something for everyone, live body painting, live music, face painting, and free chocolate. I'm there. Experience delicious street food from Little Lily's Kitchen. DJ John, Chris, and DJ Mateo are playing at the show with five amazing bands playing outside. Friday, Michael Conrad, Los Glivos, I think I said that right, I have no idea. <laughs> New American Band, The Constant Change, and Mammoth. Saturday, Skylar Reed, Becca, Mother Rose, Sounds Like Disco, and DJ John Chris. Tickets at the door for $15 or pre-sale online for $10 at Chocolate and Los Angeles. Wait, Chocolate and Art Los Angeles 2016 eventbrite.com this event is 21 and over so and of course you know that I post these two so you'll be able to try to figure out what I just said it'll be written and it'll be spoken Sunday August 21st 7 to 10 p.m. the third annual rogue gala at the Bob Barker Marionette Theater 1345 West 1st Street Los Angeles celebrating rogue artists ensembles 15th birthday and special guest honoree Jan Monroe. A tastefully twisted take on the old school birthday party. Imbibe on beer from Angel City Brewery, wine and signature cocktails while discovering secret birthday surprises around the theater. Indulge your inner child with rare art, rogue artifacts, and exclusive experiences at the silent auction. Enjoy a multi-course meal complete with cake. Let them eat cake. While watching an off-the-wall dinner show featuring clowns, cowboys, ghosts, and piñatas. Plus, a special mash-up mash -up performance featuring Bob Barker's legendary marionettes. An exclusive ticket to the confetti-covered depths of the rogue imagination. Help them reach your goal to raise $35,000 to ensure they remain strong contributors of the arts. See? Contributors of the arts! Yes! That's why I talk about them. Attire is fancy formal flair, just fun to say. General admission and sponsorships available. For more info, visit rogueartists.org. So I'll see you there. I think I'll see you there. I think I'm going to have chocolate, and I think I'm going to have, I'm going to watch Clowns, Cowboys, Ghosts, and Piñatas and eat cake. I want it all, and I want it now. Isn't that from Willy Wonka? I want it all. Okay. So, it's time to question reality. The connection of past, present, and future, alternate dimensions, all possible perspectives existing simultaneously, the nature of reality, and the many possible interpretations and perspectives. So just how far down the rabbit hole should we go today? Huh? I say as far as time allows. 
time being irrelevant or relevant or fluid or however you want to say. Okay, so our guide today, multi-dimensional artist, Timothy Robert Smith. Hey, hey, hey. How's Welcome it going? back. Thank you. This is, I'm, if you guys can't, can't, uh, can't tell, I'm super excited about this episode because <laughs> we're going to get freaky. Okay, so you know what is really funny when I was restocking you? I stalked you before when you were on before, but I stalked you some more, found more stuff, found some more dirt. But I love um, somewhere I found religious views, no matches found. Political views, <laughs> no matches found. First, I'm like, oh, he doesn't have. And then I'm like, whoa, okay, that's like perfect. No matches found. I love that. So you're funny, too. Why, thank you. Oh, you're supposed to say, oh, yeah, I am funny. <laughs> okay. So what do you think about, um, what do you think about this topic? We're talking about um, the things you can't see, kind of. And different perceptions, I guess. Different perceptions our senses being locked into our our senses we think that's the real thing just a little bit just a, can you summarize your entire world and thought process in like two lines i could try yes um let's wow. see wow i like that <laughs> so the things we can't see the things we can see i think they're all intertwined perception itself vision you know it's very relative like I can be looking at this glass and think it's one thing, and then you look at it and think it's another thing. But then we, we have to have something that we agree upon in order to exist together in the same physical space. So That's actually really good. I could never do what he just did, but I get it. So that's the stuff that I think about. It's like, what is this glass? You know, what is it is, an illusion? Is, is it, it really an there? illusion? Am I an illusion? Are you an illusion? Like, what, like, what is happening? And who know? determines? Who determines it? Who determines the shape of that glass and what it what, what's in that glass and or how is we're it perceiving. determined or is it maybe determined? there's nothing well, to determine well there is because we're agreeing on something well maybe yeah that's the shot of tequila duh <laughs> <laughs> okay we're gonna um we're gonna give you guys a, a little clue to what's going on here let's go to multi-dimensionalism so you can get a little better understanding of where we're gonna go check it out Timothy Robert Smith, and I'm a multi-dimensional painter. Things are changing, you know, like scientists are looking for some universal theory of everything. So me as an artist, what I want to do is try to incorporate different things outside of the standard framework of observing physical reality. You, you take a sequence of time and you compress it into one moment, in, into one image. I'm a representational painter. I, I uh, observe the world and I paint what I see and what I experience. Our experience in reality is based on how we interpret it. Um, theories and ideas of how we think things are supposed to function determine how they actually function. From our point of view, anyway. So, what I'm working on is a life-size installation. Basically, it's going to be like you're walking inside of one of my paintings. There's going to be painted walls, sculpture, LED lights, video projection. Uh, keep in mind this is only a model, so the actual thing, it's going to be life-size. The size of an average person is going to be about the size of the sculpted people that you see in the video. So let's take a look. Okay, that's kind of a teaser because we're not going to take a look yet. You guys aren't ready for this yet. Some of you may be. Okay, first I think we're going to look at Let's go to um, cut four and maybe go through these slowly. And uh, Tim, I would love if you would just talk briefly about, um, about some of these images you're going to see on the screen. 
Sure. I keep looking up and seeing myself. Okay, so this one is called Elevator Music. So can you briefly describe it? We won't get into like the whole thing, but. Yeah, so I, I use the title. It's a song that I wrote when I was like 13. And then I, I kept writing more songs called Elevator Music. And, and the actual song was about subliminal messages uh-huh. yeah. in like the music you hear in supermarkets and elevators and how they control your mind and make you buy things and stuff, you know. The um, mood they want to set. Exactly, yeah. The but they, they actually you manipulate your entire consciousness and uh, personality. So I wanted to do a painting kind of like that. And then also incorporate, you know, different things that I think I know about physics. And, and <laughs> <laughs> I love that you say, think you know. <laughs> yeah, because the more you know, the, the more you realize you don't the know The more anything. you know, the dumber you are. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And the more you think you know, the dumber you are, actually. <laughs> <laughs> totally. <laughs> okay, anyway, sorry. So, I mean, and this is just kind of um, an elevator that's going in every direction at the same time. It's going up, down, sideways, forwards, backwards. And you know what's odd about this to me is that, yeah, because there's not you can't really wrap your head around direction because you do see them all. Right. Like there's no but you see all these perspectives and it somehow it works like you get it. I get it anyway. Maybe the rest of I, I don't yeah. even get it. I mean, <laughs> there, there's something happening. Well, visually, I get it. OK. Yeah. And how about this one? This one is called Entranced in Transit. Yeah. So this is one of the earlier pieces that I did kind of about. Um, multidimensionalism and seeing everything at once and basically I wanted to have a connection between two people in different dimensions. Oh, okay, okay. And then the guy the guy at the bottom who's riding the bus, um, he is looking at this dude that's outside the bus and then the bus is moving very fast. You see all like the, oh, yeah, uh, yeah. the movement marks, yeah. you know, going outside the windows. But the guy outside is not really moving at all. He's kind of like uh, some shepherd and like a field. And it's really, um, it's kind of a meditational place. And they're, they're having this weird connection from different dimensions. And that was the whole concept behind this piece. And then, you know, I added some stuff. There's like a homeless guy sleeping on the bus. And then... Well, um, and, and, and time being all past, present, and future in one, that could totally be. It's just in a different layer so sure that should be that could be in the past or future that he was having that experience and then right okay and it's kind of about like have you ever met somebody and they just have a certain energy that feels like they're in a completely different planet and like especially like if well, you've yeah, been definitely. if you've been running around and really busy and stuff and then you see someone who's super calm or vice versa if you're super calm yeah. and then someone's been running around it's yeah. like you you really feel like you're in different worlds no yeah yeah for and sure. you actually are you're you in are. different physical worlds yeah I you know that. so that's kind of what this is about okay next one sweet spot okay so this piece is about sound st- sound city studios um over in burbank and it's a really great spot it's where they they recorded a lot of stuff um, in the 70s, like Fleetwood Mac, yeah. and then they came back in the 90s and they did a whole lot of grunge bands. Um, Nirvana recorded there, uh, the Weezer, a whole list of amazing bands. And I was, um, I was in the show where I was supposed to pick one one band that recorded there, and oh. rep- and represent their sound, and I just couldn't do that. No, 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 no. There's because yeah. there there was so much. So I'm like, hey, look, just let me show up with a ladder. And get a bunch of crazy shots, and I'll do my own thing just to represent the, the entire, space, entirety. Yeah, the entirety yeah, yeah. of space and music. And you know, I, I I used to play in a band, and it was kind of this more like punk, like grunge, psychedelic, you know, grrr, like like crazy, like lots of distortion. So I wanted to show that, and that's how the the cut up space kind of works. And a lot of the distortion I represented through like just taking a palette knife, putting a lot of paint on it, and just like scratching it across. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, yeah, that that was a really fun painting. I was listening to, <laughs> to, like, Nirvana for, like, a month while I was painting that, you know. It actually looks like Nirvana. <laughs> I, you know, there's trying to there's tap back into my childhood. Yeah, well, there's that, there's the piece in there, but also the, yeah, the outside distortion. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was weird. Okay, Untitled for Now. Yes, and probably forever. <laughs> Um, no, I think that's a great title. Right. 
Uh, well, thank you, actually. It I, works. This was the first piece that I ever did that was kind of in that panoramic cut-up style. Okay, I'm going to, can I Can I just uh, say some mm, descriptive phrases? Sure, please. Okay, so incorporates cubism, realism, cinema, and cinema into a single frame. This is one of those pieces, seeing an object from multiple perspectives at once. So this is kind of how we see things, though. I think so. But then we, our brain just chooses s some of them to represent the whole, maybe? Yes. You know what I mean? So, like, I'm seeing this, but there's a bunch of frames that I went to to get this realization of what I just saw. Well, sure. And then you could take it even further, and it's like, who are, who are you? What is the self? What is the, the person or entity that is seen? Who is seeing it? It's not who's... It's not, okay, that's a whole other topic. And is there like some sort of a, you know, psychic connection between all the different people that are seeing different things at the same time? And that's kind of what this is about. So there's one person, it's actually me, it's a self-portrait. No, 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 I can tell. <laughs> that's great. I wish it wasn't kind of cut off at the at the bottom because then you can see your face better. Oh, yeah. It, it's kind of funny at the bottom too. You see my, my eyes and they're all no, like kind of like crazy. No, I like it. It's like, cool. That's so cool. <laughs> but so basically I was in my, my bathroom, which is a very small space in this apartment that I used to live in in downtown LA. And I was just, you know, reading about physics and just thinking about what it would be like if I could take a small space. If you could see all those, fr all those. And see everything frames. and just yeah, yeah. blow it up, just expand it into an infinite number of frames and, you know, dimensions and realities and stuff. So I started, I just got a camera. I put it right here, you know, where my chest is and just turned it in every possible direction and took a lot of photos put them together in Photoshop and then painted something that was loosely based off of the, you know, the photographic interpretation. And then I did a lot of sketches too. And the cool thing that happened in this painting and the reason why this is what I want to hear. It was like the kind of starting point for everything uh, else that I've done since. Okay, cool. Is that if you look carefully on the left, you'll see a door. Right, and yeah. I, I mean, it's kind of like broken up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then on the right, you see another door. Yeah. And then behind me, upside down, there's another door. That's all the same door. There's only one door to that bathroom. <laughs> and that to me was the best part of the painting is that something can be multiplied just by seeing it differently. And I actually, it's really hard to explain. I, I, I wish I brought it, but I, but I did this giant map Oh, yeah, yeah, that would be cool. Like a multidimensional um, perspective of this bathroom. And the door repeats infinitely. Like, um, I repeat infinitely. The door is infinite. The, the sink is infinite. It's just like over and over and over. Repetition. But I had to cut it down to make something that's tangible. Yeah, but again, that's how that's how we work. But then right. our brain puts it in. Because we would go mad if, totally. if we had to. <laughs> you know, that's why we just use a very small portion of our brain because to put all that yeah we don't have room for all that or maybe it we've comes to maybe we've gone mad and that's what we're seeing now maybe the the real sanity you know what i think <laughs> is I thought this about this giant perspective i thought about this a lot and what i think happens is that there's there's so much around us we really have to our brain is not ready for it or our existence whatever we are not as human beings ready for the entire experience I think that's why we're limited to the um, the senses that we have, or maybe that's why we have to. Maybe that's why we have to be confined is because of our senses, the senses that we have, because we can't perceive beyond, and we may go completely crazy. Maybe our mind and our brain and our being could not keep up with the vastness. We have to be kind of encased, or we would lose it. I think the problem is that civilization has been developing in a certain framework for like so many years upon years that the universal mind that we've created is is limited yes but like i don't know i i really hate to say this because it it sounds like kind of stupid but when i was a baby like i used to be able to fly and stuff and like walk through walls and do all this crazy shit you okay. know and and i and i can't do it now um because my mind has been conditioned no, 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 for sure. into like the civilized um way way of thinking you know and of course when i think back to like memories of like cool stuff i used to be able to do like i can't 
prove it and I can't technically no, 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 be like, oh yeah. But I, I, I seriously believe that, you know, children have these like psychic superpowers. Oh, they're, I mean, clo- they're closer to there than here. Yeah. I think we come here for a reason, for conditioning maybe. Yeah, maybe. That's what I think. I think we come back here. Well, we're going to get into a whole other topic or kind of, not really. It's kind of the same, but I don't know. I, I, this is almost like a, a place where you calm, and time is ridiculously slow here, by the way. Yeah, totally. I hate it. So that's why mm, we anticipate. I, I'm, I'm so much faster than my reality around me. Uh-huh. <laughs> it drives me absolutely crazy. Like I know, okay, I know what's going to happen before it happens, and it frustrates me waiting to get to that point. Okay. I totally get it. Uh, I'm still the baby flying. <laughs> you should see me in my house. Okay, let's go to waiting room. We got to keep keep moving on. Waiting room. You get it? Okay. Yes. This one's really cool. I like this one. Thank you. It's also one of like talk about conditioning and talk <laughs> about waiting for stuff to happen. Yeah, totally. And you're just waiting to be picked. You're just waiting for the time. When is my time? When is there so much so much you can add to this and just how pitiful human beings are. <laughs> yeah, seriously. You <laughs> go on and on. Yeah, th- this is actually about me trying to find a job a few years ago. <laughs> and it's about like the process of, you know, like applying and, you and can how, how it random so it things, is. Though. Yeah, I mean, that, that was like personally like how I uh, constructed the imagery. But and it's and it's funny, like I've never I, I, I had never seen the movie Toy Story all the way through. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then after I painted this, everyone's like, it's just like that scene in Toy Story. And I went back and I watched it and I'm like, wah, wah. Yeah, it, it, totally, it totally is. And I wish I would have seen it before because I probably would have like, you know, had that in the back of my mind and tweaked it a little bit more to make it more um, different than that. No, but, oh, but don't, don't, <laughs> don't, don't go there. Yeah, I guess it doesn't matter. Just don't go there. It is what it is. Okay. Um, this is the mm, painting three of the triptych is the next one. I like this one the best because you can see a bird dress. Yeah, this is a fun one. This is really cool, though. So Thank you. You guys can probably check out the whole thing. It wouldn't have turned out as good if I would have tried with the whole long triptych. Right, okay, and one more, Signs on of Life. Oh, yes. Which this is a little <laughs> bit different than what you usually do, but I just love this still on the kind of the same topic, like mm-hmm. Signs of Life. <laughs> this is just, it, it's very funny to me. Yeah, this is definitely <laughs> a, a, a funny one. Um, this is actually before I did the untitled for now piece so this is one of the earliest pieces and it's just about uh that that was my roommate on the on the sign um and we're like good friends and and he wanted to be in my paintings i'm like all right i am going to replace humans with uh the simplistic simplistic representation of humans like when you see the signs there's like you mean like reality today well no like (laughs) yeah sure 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 but like it, it's just about the signs. There's like these no walking signs, yeah, and yeah. like you're supposed to do this, and it's it's represented by this outline shape of a human being. So I I made those outline people real, and then the real people stuck in the signs. I think it's wonderful. <laughs> okay, we're gonna take a break. We're gonna try to Thank stay you. on schedule. So we'll be right back. Don't go away. spoken word spoken song but we talked about photographers we talked about painters we talked about dancers we talked about uh, Shakespeareans regular actors poets writers art on any level whether it's music visual art um, writing you know any kind of creative endeavor that there's there's a value to it We merged the worlds together, the art world and the music world. You know, they say everything is with the bright brain, the visionary, the imagination. So what we need to do is, as spirit beings who have limitless potential, is to tap into the left brain. When you improv, you're completely connected to the music. 
coming from the opposite direction. I started with the best of the best. <laughs> exactly. Right? I started with uh, Versace and Armani and Yves Saint Laurent. It's kind of becoming like the rock star thing to do is uh, instead of being in a band and going on tour, we just go on tour to paint walls. And it is a challenge for us how to be true to ourselves and at the same time be able to, to pay bills, be able to, to, to do it as a vocation habit. The industry has changed. We have, we have gaming, we have animation industry. I started my career as, as an animator, a Disney character animator. A figure drawing instructor at uh, Noman School of Special Effects create a sculpture within a sculpture within a sculpture. You can create things that unfold, you can create things that work and walk around and things like that. So people's imagination is gonna, just going to be ignited. Not yet. I was a professional stage actor for eight years in New York. What was weird is that when I was spinning around, I literally felt, I started laughing uncontrollably and I felt like I was going insane. Creativity in art in all shapes and forms is a way of communication with everybody. It, it, you know, it goes through language barriers and racial barriers and everything. Hey, welcome back. Okay, so you, you weren't watching that, but that little promo for what puzzle piece. Anyway, um, uh, Julie Belmont was on there talking about talking about what we're talking about, kind of. Oh, cool. Way. Um, she's a uh, spiritual being um, in the real world. Okay, so she's been on the show. Okay, so we are going. You know what? Let's um, let's give you guys a little more. Um, kind of a uh, base of kind of what to think about when we're going through this episode. Let's go to Unknown Places, and we'll be right back. possible to be an explorer. Could it be that there are still places unknown right here in the cracks of everything that we believe to be reality? And what if in these other places these other dimensions, there were other versions of yourself and everyone you knew, and their lives were somehow synced up to yours. And everything you did and said and thought and felt was somehow interconnected to these other realities. What happens when you take off your identity mask and look at the world with naked eyes? Let go of your grip on what you believe to be real. Break up with yourself and fall back into a world of infinite possibilities. Infinite possibilities.
cut out actually but <laughs> that was a few years ago right you can still see that show you just have to go back in time and you just have to go back <laughs> in time you have to go back to yourself when you were there yes um so um i don't know something popped into my head during that about um you know about conditioning i know we were talking about uh, a little bit on break or not i don't remember um but the the way that we're conditioned to believe what we believe you know we come into the world we kind of we already have some of that in our DNA. We can't get away from it. I mean, we have the same blood as, you know, the apes, mm -hmm. if you believe that. <laughs> People before us. Um, as a matter of fact, you can go back further to, um, uh, I'm not going to be able to remember his name, and I should because he's very, very, very big. But talking about your DNA and how you feel the pain of your ancestors in, in your physical body. I think that's fascinating, and it's believable completely to me. But scientifically, because you can take um, living cells and put that out of the body but alive and send them to New York, and the person um, can be in L.A., and you can be watching them under a microscope in New York, and the emotions of the person in L.A. will be shown in the cells they will react in new york they don't have to be in the body they're still you they're that still is awesome it right so there's um what is it live blood live blood analysis or whatever mm -hmm. you can actually see that and it i saw it with my own eyes and it was freaky it's like what's going on there well you're feeling this and that's why it's reacting right it's just like but it's not in me it's not in my body doesn't right. matter it's still you that's so cool. So how? <laughs> so if you think about just just that, of course it makes sense. Yeah. That because it's, you know, it goes. I have the same blood my mother had and my father. You know, so uh, different, different but the same. But same parts of it are still in mine. So I can feel the pain, maybe that my that my mom felt some trauma that my great grandmother had. It's mm -hmm. still in. It's still in here. It's still, you know. So we can talk about the the. Um, the brain being a computer and where's the, the program is our DNA or what's inputted in there. And we have some of the same stories because at some point we, uh, we overlapped or in, in intertwined. Totally. Of course, because we all ultimately came from the same place. Maybe. Did we? I've always thought that s that thoughts had a physical reality too, you know, like in kind of like dark matter. Um, and thoughts don't go away. Right. I mean, when you go into a room where something really horrible has happened or something really great has happened, like, you can feel that if you're psychically in, in tune to that room. Yeah, no, no, for sure. Um, so, yeah, there's some sort of a physical matter that thoughts have. Okay, so let's go to a probability feedback loop, these five photos, and let's talk about this a little bit and um, what this all means, what, what you did here. So this is a train, a metro train, and this is kind of a strange painting, and nobody got it, which is fine. But <laughs> <laughs> the actual like thing that I was going for is that there's two different versions of each person on the train. So right in the centerpiece, there's this you know kind of punk rock dude, and then this guy with a briefcase going to work or something, and they just bumped shoulders but they're actually the same person in different realities. And then um, the, the girl with the red hair in the upper uh, left is the same person as the girl with like more uh, kind of brown hair in the bottom right. And then the, the dude reading the book on the right is the same as the person kind of freaking out over on the left. So, oh yeah, and then there's also this uh, elderly woman um, yeah, yeah, yeah. that is exactly there's really no no difference except in one 
frame, her hair is really pink because <laughs> she messed up when she dyed it. And then the other one is just like solid white. So that's what I was going for. And even though um, it's kind of hard to get that, sometimes people do get it and they're like, whoa, and they, they come and they want to talk to me about it. Um, but even if you don't get that, it's still a cool panoramic image. And then, of course, there's night and day. Um, you know, um, there's day up at the top and night down at the bottom. So this is possibilities, possibilities and probabilities. Probabilities. We, we make them into probabilities. Opposites, you know, and, and then the, the dude over on the right, he's reading a book and it says reality. Hmm. But if but if, but if you look carefully, it also says reality spelt backwards on the right side. It's really faded. It's like you, you kind of have to see the painting in person to, to get that. So the point is, like, reality can be read forward and backwards. We are our own opposites. Um, we can flip through those images, and then we're going to go on to there some next. Okay, yeah. That's the one. Okay, yeah. perfect. Yeah, you, you see the backwards R, okay, yeah, and yeah. it starts to say reality. Backwards. Okay, go ahead and flip through them. Yeah, perfect. Holographic is up there. Holographic, multiverse. Okay, and you can keep going on into the next, um, the next few pieces, too. It's an old cell phone. <laughs> okay, and there's this one. I love this piece. You can talk about this one just briefly, right? Because those are the little orange pills that we take. Totally. I yes. take them. I spit them out when nobody's looking. Reality theater. Yeah. The pills help you believe in reality. <laughs> and you're watching this theater. Like, you're, sorry, you're sitting in a theater. You're watching this 3D movie, and you think that's what reality is. And the hands you see coming out of the screen, well, the cupcakes are flying at you out, out of the screen. But these hands, you think they're your hands, but you're actually just sitting in a theater. It's kind of like the Matrix. It's kind of like the way we are now. Yeah. Okay, keep on going. How so about this one? This is a close-up Transmission in multiple dimensions. Yes. This is based on an episode of The Twilight Zone that I saw. Um, it's like the, the new Twilight Zone that came out in like the 80s um, where everything had really bright colors and stuff. And... Uh, I forgot the name of the episode, something like a moment in time. But basically this couple, they woke up in the wrong minute. They were like a few <laughs> minutes off. And then the whole premise is every single minute different, yeah. is different. And there's there's these people, these people dressed in blue suits that destroy the entire universe and rebuild it again every single minute. So that's kind of what this is about. These people are creating the universe and destroying it. Okay, we're going to go on a break. So we'll be right. Wait, wait. Is there one more? There's one more of Tim. Isn't there? We got to show that one. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Me. Now we can go on break. We'll be right back. Don't go away. Today, we're connecting to culture via art. Carlos Nieto the third. Are the other two as great as you? Mm. When they start numbering them, that usually means <laughs> that they're they're pretty great. It's, it's relevant. It's in your veins. Sure. And to a certain I'm not an addict. <laughs> sugar, sugar. Did your ties to Mexico get stronger? No. Since Trump? It's strong all the time. Can you just represent me as a Mexican artist? Yeah. Because that's what I am, especially right now. I I want to put some positive reinforcement on our culture because in the media, it's it, and especially through his mouth, it's it's being um, just ran through the mud. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. Frida. Frida. Frida Kahlo. It's her birthday, July 6th. I love selfies. Frida loves selfies, too. I am working on a graphic novel right now, my first ever graphic novel about a Latina superhero okay. in Echo Park. Female Latina writer, because I, or Mexican writer, because what I want to do is I want to get that perspective. Three emails of people saying, fuck you, you're racist. I'm like, why? Because I want to be authentic about my character? Got a lot of slack just for, for doing it. <laughs> Not from the older people, it was more the younger guys that lived in that area one guy ran up on me like, what, what do you write? Where are you from? And 
skin color, different hair, but we're all the same. We're one organism that has millions of what? Wait, 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 one orgasm? No, 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 no. no. <laughs> I require a few more. Welcome back to the Hollywood Poe Show. Okay, so Jack Daniels presents the Pancakes and Booze Art Show, Friday and Saturday, September 9th and 10th, 8 p.m. to 2 a.m. with the Zombie Fashion Show and Creature Art Exhibit, Saturday, September 10th only at lot 613-613 Imperial Street, Los Angeles. To submit artwork for the show, visit pancakesandbooze.com slash submit dash your dash artwork sorry la's largest pop-up underground art show with over 150 artists showcasing in a 10,000 square foot warehouse space in downtown la's art district a cash prize of 350 dollars to 500 for the best zombie makeup fx artists interested in competing email zombie fashion show at gmail.com free pancakes live body painting free photo booth Buy any Jack Daniels drink and get a front-of-the-line pass for your free pancakes with specially made Jack Daniels honey syrup. Art and visual performances by, actually art, not art, audio. Audio and visual performances by Porcelain Pale, Glyphos, Joe Marzen, Revkin, the 11th Frequency. Those are on Friday. Saturday is Monte Revolta and his Band of the Living Dead. Dead Day Re Revolution, Dream Vacation, Babe Parade, Exit Module, and Tadavia, I think. $10 general admission, cash at the door, 21 and over, strictly enforced. Because there's booze, lots of booze. Okay, Sunday, September 11th, 7.30 to 11 p.m., Artillery Magazine and the Theater at Ace Hotel present Marnie Weber's The Day of Forevermore. At the theater at Ace Hotel, 929 South Broadway, downtown LA. In this modern fairy tale, a daughter struggles to find freedom from her imposing mother, an elderly demented witch, on <laughs> the mysterious farm of Forevermore Acres, a rundown junk strewn ranch full of aged witches and misfit monsters. The mother's plans to indoctrinate her daughter into her coven of darkness is interrupted by three curious teenagers that wander onto the farm. The daughter, yearning for a life beyond the farm, is a compassionate and innocent soul, but may have a bit of the devil in her when called upon to take power. Tickets available at theater.acehotel.com. So check that stuff out. That sounds pretty fun. Okay, so where are we? What are we doing? Okay, let's go to Revisited, no revisited. I always say that revisited. I always think that revisited when I say revised, when I see revised. Revised maps of the present. Let's check out that art piece first of all. Okay, there it is. Um, and you know, we can, we can just kind of segue into your project based on this concept. Let's do that. We can go to the photos while he's talking about that. There we go. Go. <laughs> Hey, hey. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, this is something totally different. Um, I've been doing 2D paintings for a long time um, about multiple dimensions, so I thought it'd be cool to do something in 3D about multiple dimensions. So that you can kind of see the different angles of the same thing, just a different angle of. Yes, and um, this is actually a model that I built, and the model is kind of a promo for a giant installation that I want to build. And right now I'm working on uh, developing it further. I have an architect I'm working with, and um, there's going to be LED lights and video and sound and all kind of cool stuff. Um, yeah, so this is a future project that will hopefully be a public installation. Okay, so this is going to be life-size. So yes. um, we're going to show a video of this, so you can, and it's the, a video of the model. So, but what you're going to see, so the people in the video, in the model, think of them life-size, and you can kind of see how big the piece is going to be. 
Revised maps of the present. Okay, so do you have any timeline of when this could happen, or it depends on funding and getting the people together that can... Exactly. <laughs> I, I, I have a lot, of, a lot of people. I'm just waiting for the funding. Um, and this is a relatively new thing, meaning I've been working on it for about you know eight, eight months or, or, or so. But um, yeah, it's, uh, it's okay. coming together. Okay, there's a couple of things I, I want to say yes. that I liked that you said. Um, the role of an artist is that of a modern-day shaman an existential and psychological healer. Art can communicate with others at the most intense psychological level possible. It is here that we can begin to understand each other at the core of our being and figure out the meaning of this thing that we call existence. That's <laughs> what we were talking about earlier. You know, I mean, art does have a way of doing that. I mean, to me, I'm not, I'm very visual. I'm audio too, but I'm I'm very visual. So see seeing things are are really help me. I think a lot of people are maybe more visual than anything else. What do you think the strongest sense is? I mean, I think the audio and visual senses are definitely the the two that we use the most to define reality. Um, <laughs> that that being said, like if I try to describe. Uh, an apple to you and you had never seen it or, or tasted it or you know heard it even though apples don't really make sounds um, oh they do okay. they're loud little suckers <laughs> they scream all night long but yeah so if I was trying to describe an apple to you and I didn't have one to, to show you or like a picture of it or something and what if you didn't even know what colors look like exactly yeah Green. so mm. with you know weird stuff like uh, multiple dimensions and Wow, like crazy uh, interpretations of reality. Like the best way to talk about that, I think, is visually. Yeah. You know. Okay. Um, and there was something. Okay, let's just go to your um, kind of sum this thing up. Um, okay. So Tim says, I am proposing that the right combination of images could be a catalyst for releasing this intuitive energy and spread like a virus around the planet. I am taking on the role of a modern-day shaman. My goal is to change the structure of consciousness as we know it. But before that, I have experienced something that is indefinable. I believe you're talking to probably, well, I don't know. It sounds like it started when you were flying as a baby before your, your, <laughs> your uh, assault, which I didn't talk about. Unable to be documented and very rarely observed. I believe that everyone experiences this at some point in their life. Hopefully, <laughs> it's called enlightenment. But because there is no way to think about it or even analyze it in the current cognitive structure, it is forgotten. And forgotten is an interesting word there. Yeah. It is forgotten. You know, you could say some people never had it, but that we all had it. We all have it. We all have this uh, intuitive sense. Definitely. So it's forgotten. It's it, like I, we were talking about earlier in our DNA. We all have these human things, and some of our, some of them are just irrelevant <laughs> at this point right. in our existence. And we can't like push forward. We will at some point. Okay. And a lot of that's because of our uh, domestication. You know, we've been domesticated, um, and we've been living out these very controlled controlled lives for controlled so long. existence. We need to be controlled because, especially, you know. Especially the artists. Mm -hmm. We can wreak havoc on everything. Like maybe people think for themselves. As we should. <laughs> no, but that's the fear. Right. And perhaps that's a, I don't know. I don't know. It's too big of a topic. We're going to have to, we're going to have to resume because this is kind of big. Um, I would love if you guys would tell me um, how much more of this particular topic you want to hear about or you want to talk about because I love this. Um, question reality for sure. And um, especially when you see Tim's real, real virtual reality situation, when you're in it, with it all around you, when you can't escape it, and you'll see, um, see what you see and what you perceive. So interesting. Okay, so Tim, where can we find your work? TimothyRobertSmith.com.
and Facebook and Instagram and all that stuff. All of that. But you can get yeah. to all of your social media probably through your through website. Through my website, right? yeah. I just built a new website. It's pretty cool. Check it out. It is pretty cool. I've been checking it out. <laughs> okay, <laughs> so anybody that's going to be on the show has been on the show. All the archives of the show, all my social media junk, go to whatpuzzlepiece.com. If you're an artist and you want a video made of your art so you have a great presentation, go to whatpuzzlepiece.com and just message me and we'll make that happen. Um, we're going to get back into some heavy metal next week with the House of Metal. Uh, we're going to leave you with a, a stop motion amazing little thing of Tim painting and flying through the air as he did when he was a baby. So we'll see you next week. Um, question reality. See, use your use your creative mind to perceive more than you can grasp with your senses. There's more there, but that's with this. That's with the third eye. That's with the one that's covered up. Right? It's covered up, but For it's sure. really there. Some people can see other people's third eyes. I have one. See? <laughs> Staring at you. Okay, so get on with it. Question everything. Everything's questionable. See you next week. Have a great one. Mwah. Radio TV. Radio and TV.